Hey everybody, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. In this episode of Season 6 of Crime Chronicles, we're going to talk about a crime that happens every day, but you don't even know about, because you tend not to think about it. But first, we're going to get into it. It's moto time. Hey, remember, rich people, poor people, think about that when it comes to paying your bills. Don't rob Peter to pay Paul. Just pay your bills. Do what you got to do. Sometimes you're going to have to be broke. People around you don't understand. Why are you? You work. Why you don't have money? I pay bills. Well, shit. Well, well, what the hell? What's going on? You're supposed to have this. You make this much money. Yeah, I pay bills. See, when you pay your bills on time, you tend to be broke. People think that you shouldn't pay bills. You should just rob Peter to pay Paul. I don't do that. I try not to. All right? Remember that. Also, time is money. money. Wasting time is wasting money. And remember, rich people, poor people. Think about that. Like my daddy always says. Never quit your day job while conquering the world. All right? My daddy always says that you can do whatever you want to do as long as you achieve that dream. Always achieve your dream. And conquer the world. All right? Let's begin. A lot of you out there are always asking me this question about... I hear this a lot. Uh, People always say, well, why is certain things not going the way you think it should? Or why you don't get the things that you should be getting done or why certain things are not happening the way it should be happening. Let me explain something to you. Listen, it's not about when when it comes to you, you need to mobilize yourself. You need to mobilize yourself. And I'm telling you right now, you got to mobilize yourself. Taryn. Yeah, Taryn's Taryn. I think it's Taryn or Taryn. Yeah, Teslin. Yes. Teslin Figueroa. Find her up on um, Instagram. Teslin Figueroa. You need to follow her. Trust me. She's a good person to follow. Tell me, this is, I mean, it doesn't matter what color you are. You want to be a soldier. And you need to get out there. You need to understand some things. First thing you need to understand. Listen. You got to get out there and you got to fight at the local level. Not the state. Not the federal level. Local. We're not talking about what's going on in the federal government. We're talking about what's going on at the local level. Good example. If you want to understand why in, the, why in your city, your street has potholes and they're not being filled, but yet and still in other communities, potholes are being filled or your streets being paved or your sidewalks are being done. But in your community, why aren't the sidewalks being done? The reason being is because you're not sitting there putting the pressure on them. I'm telling you, listen, politicians are like politicians. Politicians act like this. They, uh, politicians, pimps, and preachers all do the same thing. They ask something. They want something from you. First thing a politician wants to do, he wants to be a politician. So he, so he wants to be like you. So he humbles himself. Politician will humble himself. He'll start talking about himself, talking about, I understand where you're coming from. I once was you. I used to be like you. I know what it feels like to struggle. The struggle is real. That's what a politician does. Talks about... Your level acts like he's, he or she is just like you. They understand what goes on, your emotions, I feel your pain and stuff. Then they start acting like a preacher. Then they start telling you about, you know, if you just make that contribution of $5, you can help out my campaign. All right. Now, that's, a, that's, what, that's like a preacher. Now, when politicians act like pimps, what they do is they say one thing and do another. They will promise you something that they cannot deliver. See, if politicians would just be honest, 
people can respect them more. That's what I mean when it comes to politics. Politicians, you can respect the politician if he was honest. Saying, like a, like a good example, um, Teslin said this, Teslin Figueroa said this on The Breakfast Club, how um, Senator Cory Booker said how he understood about the drug dealers and junkies and had friends that were like that, and he lived in a neighborhood like that. But then guess what? He turned around and he wants to, def- and, and when it came to defund the police, he said, why defund the police? We need more, we need more, we need more comprehension reform. We need to add more money to the police department. Why? Why do you need more money to, to do that? So, see what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. So what you need to do is you need to arm yourself. You need to get down and need to become a foot soldier. If you don't like what's going on in your local community, dealing with your mayor, dealing with your city council, dealing with your judges and stuff, then you need to get out there and vote. Now, if you don't like what's going on in your city council, then you need to become that, you need to become that out, you need to become that disruptor. You need to get out there, you need to run, vote, run. Run for city council. Disrupt that, disrupt the status quo. Because when you disrupt the status quo, people will look at you and go, oh, yeah. Become that agitator. Disrupt that status quo. It's not about also, we're also with the state level. We're not talking about federal. Because with federal, it's totally different. Because you already know you can't disrupt what's going on in the federal level. But you can disrupt what's going on in state and local and state, county, and local level. You can disrupt those levels. But within the federal, you can't do that. I'm telling you, that's what you got to do. You need to do that. Disrupt that level. Get, get, get in there. Dig deep. Sometimes you might have to get, your, you have to get dirty. I'm telling you. You may not have no interest in politics, but you can just be that disruptor. Let me tell you something. I, I, I literally saw this. There was, a, um, there was a community. There were two people running for city council. Both of them were career politicians. One was a former politician, former city council, who lost and decided to come back in. Then this new one, he's a city council member. He's a person that wants to hold, wants to retain his seat. So he's running again, talking about the things he did. But then all of a sudden, out of nowhere... There was a person who was a disruptor. The person had no ties in political, no, no political ties. This person had no political ties at all. This person just, just decided, I'm going to run. And he ran to disrupt the status quo. He told people the truth about what was, going, what was going to happen. See, when you tell the truth, a lot of times people will look at you and go, well, he did say that. See, like if you, a good example, let's say you run for mayor. We're going to use that as a good example. I had this in an earlier podcast about what happens if you run for city governor or you run for governor or any political ties, what you need to do. I'm going to reiterate that. Let's get this straight. Let's say you run for mayor. Mayor of your little community, whatever city you're in, you want to run for mayor. You can actually run for mayor. Doesn't matter how old you are. You can run for mayor. You can actually run for governor. But you got to have people to back you. And the way you get people to back you is you gotta you gotta become a disruptor. You gotta get those super PACs. And to get those super PACs, you gotta get people to sponsor you. And that's what you gotta do. And you gotta start showing people that you mean business. And the way you show people you mean business is to get out there and you gotta get there and you gotta tell them exactly what you are going to do. 
Here's a good example. You go run for mayor. Let's say you want to run for mayor, not city council, mayor. All right. You have no, you don't know nothing about what it means to be a mayor. You can go on Google. You can go on Google and Google will show you. you, if, you if you got Safari, get on Safari and look it up. What it means to be a mayor. There's so many sites that will tell you how to be a mayor, what it means to run for mayor. You can run for mayor. Run for mayor. Disrupt that status quo. You may not, you not, you may not win, but the object of the game is you're going to disrupt the status quo. You want people to look at you in a light that you want to see the plight of what's going on. Here's a good example. I'm going to, I'm going to use an example. I decided to run for mayor. I'm like, okay, I'm going to run for mayor. All right, oh, I, go, I decided I want to run for mayor. What the thing is, what I'm, going to, what I'm going to hit on are target things that are important, issues that need to be addressed. Here's a good example. I run for city mayor of my community. All right, I noticed in the city that we're having problems with abandoned buildings. We're having problems with trash in the city, in the streets and stuff. And those are issues that I'm looking at. So I look at those things. All right, those are important that I look at, that I see that, that the mayor's not looking at. Okay, or I'm looking at how we're being taxed locally, heavily, and how can I change that? So I decided I'm going to run. I'm going to run on a platform to where I want everyone to understand what I'm going to do. And this is how I'm going to run. I'm going to make things better. And I'm going to not pro- see, see, when you promise something, that's how you got to realize something. So you got to realize one thing. You can't promise something unless, you, unless you're willing to deliver. So what you do is you tell them the truth. But like, uh, there's no way I can, I'm going to run for mayor. But here's what I want to do as running for mayor. I want to do some things. I want to change some status quo. I'm going to start doing things that make everybody understand and how everybody look at what I want to do. So you decide, I'm going to run for mayor. And they're going to ask you, so you're running for mayor and you have your little town hall meeting and people ask you, what are you going to do if you were mayor? You don't, you don't know nothing about what it is about being a mayor. So what you tell them is, I don't. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to do something that most mayors don't do. In this community around here of mayors, not one mayor is going to do this. So I am going to do this. What I'm going to do is I'm going to change the system. I'm going to make it better. I'm going to try and try to lower city taxes. I'm going to try to bring more businesses into the community. And how do you do that? I'm going to start make it where it's going to be more accessible for small businesses to vibe and grow within our community. I'm not going to gentrify the city. I'm going to keep the city the way it is. That's what you do as mayor. You tell them what you're going to do and you tell them how you're going to do it. You're going to tell them, hey, it's not going to be a, it's going to be a hard problem because we're going to start doing things that it's going to take a lot of work with you. And me together, we can do this. See, you, you can't promise I'm going to lower taxes. And then, you, and then you get in office and you don't lower taxes. You lie. We don't, want to lie. we don't want someone to lie. Don't be a pimp. Don't tell us what we want to hear like a pimp. Don't feed us propaganda. Don't be like this, oh, I, I, this is what I'm going to do. I promise I'm going to do this. I promise I'm going to do that. Don't do that. Just tell, just stick to the facts. This is what you're going to do. Now. When you do that, people will look at you differently. Now, some people who run for mayors and stuff will appeal to different race of people differently. You should, you should look at everybody the same. 
That's what you should do as mayor. So like I, say, like I said, I'm running for mayor. So I go in and I make my platform and I'm standing there and I go, I'm J.R. Bell. I'm running for mayor. What I'm going to do as mayor, I'm going to do this, this, and this. That's all I'm going to do. Some of the things I cannot do. A lot of you probably say, well, what about creating new jobs for people? Well, that's something I can't do. I can't do that as mayor. But what I can do is I can help try to alleviate some of the taxes that we have as mayor. What I can do as mayor is alleviate some of the burdens that we have with our, with our, with our property taxes with, within the city. And a lot of things. I'm going to try to help that. Oh, yeah. And I noticed how we are being more policed more in our community. I understand that. I'm going to work with the police department to kind of alleviate some of that problem. That's what you do as mayor. That's what I would do if I was mayor, if you elect me as mayor. See, I didn't say that I'm going to do those things. I'm going to try. See, when you say you're going to try, that's a good thing. That's the thing that everyone looks at. You're going to try to better things and then you and then so you gotta you gotta say something that the other mayor is not going to be able to do and you gotta do something that's different so for me i would have said just like this first thing i'm going to do is the first thing i'm going to do as mayor i'm going to make first thing first thing i'm going to do as mayor's executive order i'm going to make sure that cryptocurrency is the currency of our city i'm going to make our city the first city in this area, cryptocurrency friendly. That means I'm going to make sure that all businesses will accept cryptocurrency. Bitcoins, Ethereums, Linden, Doge, any crypto. Uh, basic attention tokens, um, Cellos, Maker Marks, whatever crypto it is, um, I'm going to make them the crypto of our community. I want, I'm not just making Bitcoin. I want all crypto to be crypto. I want our city to be crypto, cryptocurrency friendly so that when you as a person go into a store, let's say you go into this little mom, let's say you go into this um, grocery store, you go into this mom and pop grocery store, little small market store or liquor store. We're going to make sure that liquor store can be cryptocurrency friendly. That means you can use your crypto to buy items out of that store. Or there's this little restaurant, make that cryptocurrency friendly so that you can buy food from that restaurant using crypto. That's what I want. I want to make it where everyone around here can make a little bit more money as crypto. See, I said something, what I said about being crypto is because as mayor, most mayors wouldn't mention that about crypto. See what I mean? And then you say, I'm going to take all city buildings and make them a hub for crypto. Crypto mining hubs. So that the city can mine for crypto. And then with the money that we get from mining crypto, we're going to pay off the equipment. You tell them, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take the buy, we're going to get some equipment, try to get as cheap as possible. Then we're going to start mining. And then the money that we get from the crypto, we're going to start building our infrastructure, remodeling the parks, take that city money, put it into the police department, get better equipment. That's what we're going to do. We're going to take that money. We're going to get better lights, get streets, re revamp the streets. Streets need to be done. Use the crypto money. Use that money from crypto that we mine 
and start doing that. Make it better. As mayor, I'm going to do that so that I don't have to tax you even more than you're already taxed. Because right now, we're in a higher tax deficit. See, that's what you would say if you were mayor. See, that's what I would do if I was running for mayor. And you see the simple thing is, now if I was running for city council, I would do the same thing. I would, try, But see, at city council, you will, you will have to get two-thirds majority of the vote. Everyone has to be on board. But see, here's the thing. At city council, you would say, as city council member, if you decided, well, I don't want to run for mayor. I want to run for city council. City council, you got to tell them what you're going to do. You got to tell them that you're going to, in your district, that you're going to help out that district. You're going to say, oh, your streets are bad. I'm going to get those streets fixed. As city council, I'm going to get those streets fixed. I'm not going to try. I'm just going to get it fixed. And you're going to tell them how you're going to get it fixed. He says, how am I going to get it fixed? He says, this is how am I going to get it fixed. I'm going to, I'm going to ask the mayor. I'm going to ask the mayor to legalize cryptocurrency in our city. I'm going to ask the mayor if he can legalize cryptocurrency. And if he can, we can use that crypto to build our city up. I want our city to be the first city in the United States. I want to be our first city in this community or in this state to legalize cryptocurrency for the city. Because we're going to make it so it's safer. People can, businesses can start accepting crypto. Businesses can start buying crypto, selling, buying, and using crypto so that everyone can get a piece of that pie. That's what I would do if I was running for city council. Now you see what I was saying when I talk about that? And see, now that's what I was talking about. See, I didn't say that I'm going to promise you I'm going to create new jobs. I'm going to cut taxes and stuff. No, 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 no. Don't do that. See, don't be the pimp and don't be a preacher. And don't be a politician and don't be this politician that's be the politician like, oh, I understand your problem. I feel your pain. I've been where you've been. I used to be homeless. You know what I noticed a lot of politicians do? They always talk about, I used to be poor. I remember growing up, we didn't have very much to eat. We were this. No, 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 no. I, a lot of people, don't be this relatable person. No, be a person about action. So what you're going to do is you're going to sit there and be like, hey, look, I'm J.R. Bell. Let me tell you something. I'm a, I'm a United States Marine. Okay. I'm a, I, you don't go up there and say, hey, I'm J.R. Bell. I'm a former military. No, 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 no. You're not former. You're always military. Because once military, it's always military. doesn't matter what branch of service you're in. Uh, unless you're Coast Guard. But, yeah, we'll include Coast Guard. We, we like that. Or maybe Space Force. That's the new branch. Eh, well, you know, I'm just kidding. All branches. doesn't matter who you are. Because even though they're a part of under, under Homeland Security, they're still... You know, Homeland Security, doesn't matter. You sit there and you tell these people and you got to tell them. Look, when you talk to them, you be like, hey, look, I'm J.R. Bell. I am a United States Marine. That's what I am. Okay. Marine Corps teaches, the Marine Corps has a philosophy. It's called Simplified Dallas. It's Latin. It means always faithful. That's what it means in a nutshell. To me, it means always faithful to God, country, and core. Those are values that I take from within and I leave with those legacies. Those are legacies that I take within me and I, I mold that into my life. So now that you know that I'm a Marine, okay, I'm, I'm always going to be a Marine. Ain't no such thing as I'm an ex-Marine or I'm a former Marine. No, 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 I'm always a Marine. Or I'm not an ex-soldier or former soldier, I'm a soldier. I'm not an ex-airman or a former airman, I'm an airman. I'm not a sailor. I'm not a former sailor or an ex-sailor. I'm always a sailor because I was in the Navy. 
you know, or I'm Space Force, I wasn't a former Space Force, or ex-Space Force, no, I'm Space Force, or I wasn't Coast Guard, I wasn't a Coasty, Coast Guard, I'm a former Coast Guard, or ex-Coast Guard, no, no, I'm a Coast Guard, that's what I am, I'm a DOD, you can say this, I'm a former DOD military employee, you can say that, you didn't say which branch, but you can say that, I'm a DOD employee, yes, you can say that, and you can tell them and say yes, that's me. I am in the military. I was in the military. You can say, I was in the military. I got an honorable discharge. Yes. And then tell them, listen, this is what I want to tell you. You need to understand something. Now, as military, I'm going to give you an opportunity to understand that this. I'm going to take what I learned in the military and put it to use here in this, in this sector right here, in this civilian sector. I'm going to use what I learned in the military to better improve this city. I'm going to take what the military taught me, which is esprit de corps, values that we learn as military to put within ourselves. We need to do what we can. And I'm going to stress highly that what I take forward, what I, what I use and go forward is what we do. That is what I use. That is the military in me. That is how the military works. I'm going to do that. That is how we as people in the military, we take that. We use the training that I learned in the military. I'm going to put it here in the civilian sector. What I'm going to do is I'm going to help to viably make this community a better community. I notice our parks are, are, are good. Our parks are really good. And whatever you do, listen, if you're running for mayor or city council or whatever, and, 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 the, and the previous, don't. And this is one thing that I notice a lot of these politicians do this. They sit there and they talk about the other person like, he didn't have the experience of what I've done. Look what I've done. I've done this. I've done that. No, no. Don't do that. You might have to might have to fight a little dirty. I'm going to tell you right now. You might have to fight dirty. It happens. You know, because I'm going to tell you right now. You might have to fight just a little bit dirty. So what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to tell them exactly how you're going to lower things, how are you going to benefit the community, what you're going to do for the community, what you're going to do for the people, because you are for the people. You voted me in, and that's what you're going to do. And like these judges and stuff, you got to do the same thing with these judges. You got to look at them judges just because that person is, if that judge looks like you, if that judge looks like you, not all judges who look like you are for you. You gotta look at the you gotta look at the issues of that judge. Look at that judge. See who what that judge's um, record is of convictions. What that judge's record of helping the community. I I watched the thing. I I sat there and I was looking at this one. I was looking when I was voting. I was doing some. I was doing my issues when I was voting. I saw this um, thing where this one. They were looking at all these judges. There was one black. It was like three black judges. They all look like me. I'm a person of color. Out of those three black judges. One, two Democrats, one Republican. People thought because I'm a Republican, I needed to vote for that one judge who was Republican. Not necessarily. Um, yes, I should vote all Republican, but there, there, out of all those three, out of those three judges, only one had my interest, and that one judge literally said that I am going to that I've done this, this, and this to help the community. That's what I looked for. What are you doing for the community? What are you doing for people that are black or brown? That's what I was looking for. I wasn't looking at, look at my conviction rate as a judge. I did this as a judge. I was on the bench and I done this. My, 
my my criminal record is this. I I locked this many people up. We're not talking about that because a lot of times, a lot of times judges lock innocent people in jail. We're not looking at your conviction or my rate of convictions. Yeah, what are you trying to do? You're trying to get to the Supreme Court. Well, then is that what you're trying to do? Hey, keep it going. My record's good. I did this many convictions. No, I'm looking at what you're doing for the community. Are you the judge that's out there helping the community? Oh, yeah, I, I'm a judge, and I, I did this for the soup kitchen. I was I'm, I'm, Every Saturday, I'm at the soup kitchen feeding the homeless. Or I'm at the Catholic church passing out free, passing out sandwiches, passing out the free um, meats and stuff and vegetables. And I'm out there doing my volunteer work, or I'm doing Habitat for Humanity. Or me and my family, we're out there, we're out there picking up trash off the road. Hey, that, that, that's something that a judge, oh, I like that. I look at that. See, that's how you look at it. You got to look at the judge. You got to look at the individual person. Not what that person does. Individually what that person is. That's what you got to look at. You have to look at that, okay? You can't just look at the judge and be like, uh, uh, that person Democrat. I'm just going to vote Democrat. Oh, which one? Uh, that one. No, no, you got to look at the issues. And see, that Republican judge had a high conviction rate. And that right there kind of made me, and it was mainly black and brown. When I looked up that judge... And I didn't like that. You had a high conviction rate of black and brown. But yet and still, you wanted people to vote for you to, so you can retain your seat. That didn't happen. That's not going to happen. Because, I mean, literally, I may be a Republican, but sometimes being a Republican, you got to look at the issues and got to look at what that person's doing. Okay, yes, granted, some people need to be locked up, but sometimes innocent people get locked up too. You got to look at that, all right? I'm just saying. So, like I said, this is all about what you got to do. So, you trying to get, you got to be that soldier. I'm telling you, in your local community, you got to run for city council. You got to run for alderman. You got to run for state senator. Whether you're a Democrat, or Republican, or independent, it doesn't matter if you're conservative or liberal. We're not talking about those two, conservative, liberal. It just doesn't matter. What it means is that those three, these three are the main important ones, whether you're a Democrat, Republican, or an independent. You got to be able to run and you got to be the disruptor. Change the status quo. Let the world know that you mean business and you're out here to change things. Change history. You may not. Here's a good example. You may not win, but then again, you may win. So you need to put yourself in issues to where you think maybe you might win. You might be that one that wins. You might be the one that'll just change history. If you're running for mayor, you might be that one. You might be that one point. You might get that one vote that'll put you in office. Because as mayor, you got to start changing. And I'll just be honest with you. Listen carefully. To be honest with you, mayors don't make very much money. Some mayors do, depending on the community and how big the community is. But if it's a small community city or a small community town... Mayors don't make very much money. But what mayors do is they get a little perks. See, mayors get perks. They'll get some, some mayors will get a company. They'll get a city vehicle so they can drive their city vehicle. They, they get a, they get a, the mayor get their probably a city vehicle. I knew one community where the mayor had a city vehicle. Mayor didn't drive his, mayor didn't drive his or her car. They drove a city vehicle. And, and see what I mean? That's something you, mayors do. See what I mean? That's a perk. Some mayors get they, this one particular community that I knew. The mayor got a city vehicle and got a city phone. That's what the mayor had. And that mayor did something no other city did. That mayor had 
internet for the whole city. He put in, he put in internet for the whole city. All those who are low income got free internet. Literally got free high speed internet for the city. City gave out high speed internet to everyone who's low income. You didn't have to get, you didn't have to get at the time it was um, Time Warner Cable before before they merged and stuff with Bright House and, and Charter and stuff all merged together before they became Bright House and Time Warner and stuff. When they all merged together, you know, and Charter Cable and stuff, it was Time Warner and they became Spectrum. See, um, Time Warner, Charter, and Bright House Cable merged together, all merged together to create Spectrum. Before it was Spectrum, it was, you know, those three. And it was a, it was time, it was Time Warner. Time Warner was there. He had his own internet. Nobody in that city had. If you didn't want the cable, if you didn't want the internet that they had provided for free, you can get, um, you can get um, Charter or Time Warner, because those were the two. Bright House is more or less on the East Coast. At that time, you can get Charter or Time Warner, or at the time it was Buckeye. You can also get Buckeye. Buckeye was the state of Ohio. They had their own cable company. It was, was a local thing. It was a regional thing. That was in Ohio. Buckeye, yes. That mayor, the whole city had, had internet. No, Everybody was shocked. It was the first ever city to have internet for everybody. Everybody in the community had internet. No, if you, all you had to do, you just had to, it was so affordable that the internet was cheaper than um, then Time Warner or Charter. They were lower than Time Warner or Charter. But the kilobits, you know, the, the, um, the download was a little bit slow, but it was more affordable. And everybody had that. He did that for everyone. You go, it's like going to, you can go to the library, internet. Everywhere. Everybody had internet. All the businesses in the community all had internet. They all got on the internet. Because he made sure that everyone had that. That's what he did. See what I'm saying? See, he did something that everyone needed to have. So what I'm going to tell you is this. You need to look at things like that. See, you're running for mayor. You got to give something that you can actually do for the community. People will, people will vote for you for that. But if you're going to promise them something, you better deliver. Don't sit there and say, well... I tell people, don't promise them, don't promise them things that you cannot deliver. You got to be able to deliver it. So basically, if you're going to sit there and say a good example, I'm going to promise everyone free Internet. I'm going to give everybody low cost Internet. You better, you better be able to find a company that can create the low-cost internet for you. Have that already lined up and ready. So if you decide to get mayor, you can actually put that in, implement in place. That's what you do. You can't sit there and be like, okay, and then what if you get into, what if you get in office and you don't even have that implemented? People will be like, where's the internet? You promised us, you promised us low-cost internet. Hello? Gotta have it delivered. So what I'm telling you, see, when you run for office, Whatever office you decide to run into, listen, be that disruptive. Become that soldier. Like I said, become that soldier. 
And listen, and do me a favor, go to Instagram, look up Teslin Figueroa. She's also on Twitter, but it but I say go to Instagram. She has a Facebook page, Teslin Figueroa. Follow her on Instagram. I did. Follow her on Twitter. I did. Follow her on Facebook. I did. She's a good person. She she will post stuff about black and brown. Because the plight of black and brown people is what's important to her. She's an independent person. She's on the um, Black Heart. She's on the Black Effect. I Heart. She's on the I Heart Radio. Black Effect radio station. She has her own podcast. Trust me. You want to find her? Yeah. You get on there. Look, wherever you get podcasts, you look for her podcast. And she talks about stuff that you need to do to arm yourself. She's a former soldier. Literally, former soldier. Yes. Former soldier. She is an actual soldier in the U.S. Army. I think she's U.S. Army. Because she talked about how she was a gunner. So it had to be Army. Because if she was a Marine, she'd be, she'll be talking about, like, oh, I was a Marine, I'm a Marine. She, people say, she's a former soldier. No, no, no. She was a soldier in the Army. I think it was the Army. So I, that I do know. That she talked about. You can also check her out on um, YouTube. Go look her up on YouTube. Look up the, um, look up the um, Breakfast Club interview. Teslin Figueroa on Breakfast Club. Yes, she also talks about how she's on the new Netflix um, documentary with um, with Ben Crump, attorney at law. People, you know, she's in there too. Trust me, that woman's a beast. You really got to follow her. You really need to see her. That's what you need to do. You need to follow her. You need to do that. Trust me, that's what's going to get you there. Trust me, you need to follow her. Okay? That's what you need to do. Follow her. Because she is going to be the one that's going to get you to the promised land. You need to follow her. You need to get there. That's what's going to help you get there. Follow her. She's going to get you in there. That's going to help you. She's going to arm you with information. See, the key is information that you need to know. So it's not about federal level when you're running and when looking at office. Because you already know. Because here's the question. When you look at the current administration, you got to hold him accountable. So now it's all about the local administration. You need to start changing things because local elections are coming up. Right right now, they're talking about legalizing in my area. They're talking about legalizing sports betting. That's something that's on the issues. They're also talking about um, the homeless rate in my local area. We got zero. That's on the ballot. So you got to do things like that. What are you doing to do things like that to be the – you got to be that change. Change is good, but you got to be able to make history. So if you're trying to be that – you got to be that soldier. You got to be that soldier in Gideon's army. Like she said, you got to be that soldier in Gideon's army. You got to get out there. Sometimes you may – sometimes I'm going to tell you right now. This is how she put it. I'm going to make this real quick. This is how she put it. Sometimes you're going to be the most hated person because people are going to look at you differently. When you think, that when you start, when you start waking up, and st- when you start, when you start waking up and stop having the media, having the mainstream media feed you with all their propaganda, you're gonna wake up and realize that I'm right. When you wake up and say, "Oh, that's wrong," because when you start realizing the truth, because see, when the media, when the mainstream media start feeding you all that propaganda. And you, you start believing that propaganda, then you're one of the problems. But when you wake up and realize that, wait a minute, that's a lie. And you start doing your homework, that's when you start finding out the truth. And the truth shall set you free. Remember that, all right? Hey, 
Listen, I'm just telling you right now, you need to understand some things right there. Okay, listen, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And I'm telling you right now, in season six, the crime that should have never happened is a crime that you allow these local politicians get away with murder of your vote. Because your vote is the most precious thing. Do you know in certain states, certain states, they automatically made it harder for anyone to vote? Do you know the hardest thing I'll tell you right now in the South? This is something that you probably don't even know. Do you know in the deep South, I think it's two or three states. I might be, I might be, I know there's two or three states that don't have a state minimum wage. That means an employer can pay you 25 cents an hour and can get away with it in certain states. And did you know in certain states, in certain, there's, in certain states, it's still legal to hang. It's on the charter books. Those are old, outdated laws. You know, it's really, I'm, I'm just telling you, just you got you to gotta be, be careful. You got to be vigilant. That's in the South, okay? I'm not in the South. I'm, I'm on the West Coast, so. But, uh, but, but if you look at that, look at that. Trust me. Look at those old, dumb laws. State of California has the same dumb laws. It doesn't matter. You got to be that person to change history. Get that disruptive. Become who you say you want to be. And follow her. Trust me. On Follow her. Look at her. She'll, she'll I'm telling you. She'll, she'll tell you what you need to do. You need to follow her, okay? Because that's the person you need to do what you got to do. Trust me, that's what you got to do. Be that disruptor. I'm telling you, be that soldier in Gideon's army. Get out there. So I'm telling you right now, sometimes, I'm, I mean, I'm telling you right now. Let me give you an example. I'm going to cut this short. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't say too much about it, but I'm going to tell you. Have you ever noticed? She, she, like she said this. When, when you go to her classes, when you go to her training, she trained you to go home. Politicians actually train you to stay there. You ever notice when you go to church, what do pastors ask you to do? Put in money for your tithes and, your tithes and offering. They ask you, they want you to put money in for your tithes and offering. They want you to give. Give till it bleeds. They want you to be broke. And then, but then there's this thing called the prosperity gospel. A lot of these mega churches saying that you can you can get your blessings if you make a love offering or a donation or you make a contribution of a thousand dollars or more god's gonna bless you well think about that and they want you to stay there so that they can get all the money they can from you then you go home but see listen if you, you have the knowledge up here, you get that knowledge, you don't need to do that. Just remember, that's what, that's what churches do. Not all churches, some churches. A lot of people say, well, you're talking about that's all sacrilegious, but God's just... We're not talking about preaching. We're not preaching about the Bible or anything. We're just talking about something that you need to understand, okay? Something that you need to realize about what goes on, okay? What the Bible, we're not talking about that, okay? We're not going to be preachy about that because so many people out there, I've got so much hate mail when it comes to the Bible and stuff. We're not talking about that. But I just want to let you know about that, that y'all need to understand some things, okay? Hey, by the way, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And I just want to tell you, this right here is simple. If you want to change history, you want to change some things in your local community, run for mayor, run for city council, or if you're in law, run for a judge, do what you got to do, okay? Do what you got to do to change history, all right? By the way, I love each and every one of you, and hey...
Bravo 6 going dark.